Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about Creed 2? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. forgot what we were doing as you were like saying it i was like wait oh, what that movie happens do we to me do? all the time when i'm like what movie are we what movie did we just I'm watch like, it did, have i ever seen a movie yeah. <laughs> what happened so we have a special guest today as well we do here for a watchers of movie residence he's gonna be here for the next two weeks mike yes, Myers. hello 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 yes. he joined us on the first creed so we decided why not invite him back for the second and the third one i appreciate Get it to see a movie in theaters yeah, yeah i love movies <laughs> it's almost like movie. i'm a movie podcast or something yeah <laughs> like what's crazy uh yeah so how are you guys doing pretty good it's gonna be novel creed three uh for one it'll be like the first new movie i've watched with you guys or review with you guys yeah. And oh yeah samantha and i talk about it and we're gonna go separately because i think oh. i wouldn't be able to like not convey any of my thoughts mm-hmm. if we yeah. left together so we get to go to a novel what movie was the movie alone. we did that we we saw. did babylon oh babylon that's right yeah. yeah that was hard but we we took separate cars so that that did mm-hmm. help yeah that's just trick. walk away <laughs> that's a trick i was like okay yeah. no but don't just don't say anything about brad pitt right now and it'll be fine okay mm-hmm. if you don't say anything no you said good. <laughs> lauren lauren leaned over to me during the movie and she goes can i just say one thing and i she said goes, no no and then i and then she did. said it anyway she said i was just gonna say xyz <laughs> so and the thing i is, was predicting something that happened and then i was right so i wanted to celebrate that even if you are trying not to say something you'll still say something with yeah. whatever you do say oh like, yeah because i'd be gotta, like oh, i knew it uh, <laughs> that's exactly what i would do you know like years ago i was watching the tigers more closely than i ever have in my life and uh to the point where i would record and watch the games in the evening if they were playing in the daytime and a buddy of mine knowing this said Oh, you're, you're watching the game tonight? I said, yeah. He said, all right, I won't say anything then, but you're going to fucking hate the seventh inning. <laughs> like, what you are you know, doing? You're like... so you, he wasn't even trying to rib me. He just wasn't really thinking. So anyway, that's why I'm not going with Samantha, because we. I don't think I'll yeah. not be able to... Con- it would be too hard. It's, yeah. It would be hard. It, it's hard, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I get it. <laughs> it's like, because then you're sitting there and you're like... Well, great! Now I'm going to be sitting here for six innings, wanting the what the fuck yeah, is going to yeah, happen yeah. in the seventh yeah. one? Like, awesome! Yeah, you know, like, and then if nothing you notable ruin happens, it for me, but you really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Thankfully, I stopped caring at that level, so that, okay. that I'm not affected by that sort of thing anymore. <laughs> right. That's good. Yeah. No, I get it. It's it's just so hard to not. I mean, we're just people who love to talk about movies, so it's really hard to not want to be like. Let me just talk about the movie I just saw, you know? And, and so, I don't know. Yeah, when Mike and I first started hanging out, uh, we went to the Founders movies together, which are like replays of cult classics, and they serve beer in the theater. And w- one night, it was really cold outside, and we stood in the parking lot, and Mike was in shirt sleeves, and we talked for like an hour and a half, just about oh all God. kinds of things, but also about the movie. And the next day, I walked into work because we worked together, and I was like, "I can't believe you stood out there in shirt sleeves. It was so cold." <laughs> <He> was like, <laughs> I was no selling it. <laughs> How cold it I was! I was cold. Yeah, <laughs> like chilled to the bone. Yeah. I had to take like a shower when I got home just really? to warm. Oh my god! <laughs> and then 
yeah but that you know like it's just fun to talk about movies it is I you know, know it's yeah. especially you know we've always talked about people who don't really care about them and how they just kind of go like uh, yeah uh-huh right totally mm-hmm. i know right. people who probably are like, is symbolic of that I, I don't really care about movies i don't not really into movies and i can't relate you know <laughs> Yeah, like, I can't either. Do? It's so weird. I can't either. What I, do you do in your free time? I know. I'm like, what? What do you do when you like relax? And or it's like people that say that they don't have a TV. I'm, I'm like, okay, we can't. I'm sorry, we cannot even. We can't even know each other. We like, we can't even be run around in the same circles. Like, I can't. I don't understand you. You must be a different species because you ain't human. <laughs> I think I, I could get. TV. I think I could get past that, except for the fact that they announced it to me in a way uh, that I, yeah. can, I can only assume is yeah. uh, some some sense of righteousness. <laughs> like, so, oh, I don't own a yeah, TV. They're no, disgusting. <laughs> anyway, so um, I I don't know if anybody has been watching anything, but the Oscars were on this past weekend. Yes, yeah. Posted and, a video um, about it. I posted a picture of uh, um. What's it? Ki ha- Hui Kwan mm-hmm. and Brendan Fraser. I forgot that he was an Encino Man. I loved Encino oh. Man as a kid. That was one of my favorites. And uh, so it was really novel seeing the two of them also winning Oscars at the same time after not like they their careers are sort of like their trajectories are similar in that oh, they yeah, disappeared for a while and came back and their comeback movie won them both, an Oscar like, and it was so cool yeah and, like in both of their movies like is or both of um why they wouldn't like why didn't they didn't have careers is like so sad you know um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, like because Kihai Kwan is racist um and you know and and uh Brendan Fraser was sexually assaulted by someone and it really ruined his career because people let people get away with that for way too long so you know, mm-hmm. let's not have it happen anymore. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about Polly Shore, and I think I've talked before about how much I loved Polly Shore <laughs> as a child. Like he was like, he was an integral part of my upbringing. I think <laughs> I loved Encino Man, and I loved Son in Law, and I also really liked Biodome. I know it gets a bad rap, but I've I never was a kid. seen. I don't think I've ever seen a Polly Shore movie. Well, he's one of my favorites, but I grew up with him. I right. like weird stuff, so maybe I'd still like him now. I, if I saw like, if I saw Son-in-Law for the first time right now, I might think it's cute. But I, I probably wouldn't have quite the response I had. As yeah, a kid, but. no, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, sometimes it's like, like a movie that like scared you when you were a kid, and then you watch it as an adult. You're like, that really wasn't scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finding Nemo. No, Little Nemo. Sorry. Little Nemo oh, is mine. No, I know. Finding Nemo. I, I was an adult when I saw Finding Nemo, I think. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Little Nemo. It was like some sort of like dark. It was an animated movie. There's actually, there's a show called Dreamland with uh, Jason Momoa. I think it's oh, well, based the, the after that. Oh, with pig? There's like a stuck yeah, pig, Yeah, like right? the little girl's name is Nemo. I think it's the oh. same like world. So anyway, but there was like this big darkness that would like overtake everything and it really freaked me out when I was a kid, but I was like, I don't know, seven or something, so. All of those shows and movies I think are based on a, a comic strip from like I don't know what the 1930s or 1920s or something like that. Oh, really? Like, like wow. back when comics in newspapers were like a full page of a newspaper would be a single strip, so it would be many panels, and they were a lot more extensive with the artwork and stories. It was kind of like a unique age of comics. Anyway, that wow. that Little Nebo yeah. thing was that's how that started. 
Yeah, Superman Trivia. and Batman. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, Superman and Batman. 36 was Superman and 39 was Batman. So, well, that's when they came around. I knew that. But I didn't <laughs> because know of that. me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just excited for Ted Lasso season three. Oh, that's which right. Starts I today. I've not seen any of that. But you I've should. Been told it will I should. make you happy. It makes they me probably happy. Probably will. Probably will. Um, yeah. Um, I, I heard it's very cute. Yeah. I would say it's uplifting by design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got some sadness, but then it counters it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's maybe the perfect formula, I think. Really, and I yeah. do like I do like emotional comedies. So, because I think Community is kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, The yeah. Office is also kind of like that. Yeah, I like that. And uh, I've always liked Jason Sudeikis ever since his days in, on SNL. I've He's funny. Always, I really wanted Joe Biden to become president, not for politics, but because I thought that that would mean Jason Sudeikis would be on SNL <laughs> all the time because he played such a good Joe Biden. But um, they I have, that's like your only re- that's how like, I vote. Listen, I, mean. I vote because I'm like, which person do I want to see on SNL? Which person but will be satire? If that the was best? the case, I mean, I won't vote for Donald Trump, but James Austin Johnson does a tremendous subtle Trump, but he also does Joe Biden too oh. pretty well. So well, I think that's his thing. Yeah, like he's a what impressionist yeah mm-hmm. he's really talented really really funny so yeah yeah have you ever seen a good old-fashioned orgy it's with jason sudeikis no it's really funny i would highly recommend it it's clever it's not like gross or anything that's but i would recommend it oh. it's, it's very funny yeah all right all right okay so you guys want to talk do about it okay <laughs> All right. You guys ready to talk about Creed 2? Yes. I think yes. I almost called it Creed 3, so you maybe saved me from making that mistake. Wow. Except that I just owned up to it, so I guess it doesn't really count now. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't count. All right. So what do you so, guys think of the movie? Well, Lauren, you saw it for the first time. I did. So maybe you should go first. Oh, your... so you guys, this was the second time you'd both seen it? Uh, maybe more than that. I don't know. Like... Yeah, I... I already owned it, so I'd seen it okay. at least once, and I'd, I've seen it on TV, like, in bits and pieces okay. as well, okay. just, like, clicking yeah. around. Okay. All right. So, um, I liked it. I don't think I liked it as much as the first one, but I did like it. Um, I thought that uh, Victor Drogo was terrifying. I was like, okay, <laughs> please kindly stay away from me forever. Uh, and... Um, it made me excited to see Dolph Lundgren because I know that he had been in previous movies, but I didn't like actually know the whole thing about uh, Apollo Creed being killed by him. Oh wow! So That's a that big was I, d- I think I knew. Know. I think I knew he died, or maybe I'd heard of it or something, but I didn't know the whole story. So oh. yeah, that was kind. I was like, oh, wow. okay, all right. Like I was kind of just like accepting it. I was like, That's really fucking sad <laughs> you know so it's a pretty big part of rocky for mm-hmm. the whole rocky or apollo like rocky was never going to fight drago if not for the apollo situation and that took like i don't know a fifth of the movie or something to address um was was bobby in rocky four too is that he was he first bobby? No? The yeah son? the son my love and Tamelia's character i don't think they introduced oh robbie Oh, Robbie, Robbie. Robbie? Robert. Robbie. He's Robbie a kid. Rocky. Yeah. He's a kid. Right. Oh, he is, yeah. In Rocky Four, actually. It's, is, that, is that his real... That's his real son, right? 
that mm. plays him? Not that I, I don't know think of. so. Milo Ventimiglia? No, no, no. When he's a kid, because oh. I think I think I heard that his real son plays. I thought things. he only had daughters. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I guess there's no reason I would believe it was his real kid because I would think they would just cast an, an actor. Yeah. But it was a little kid, like maybe six or eight years old in Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. Right. I have to. Is that the one where the kid now. had like a robot? Uh, that, it was that Uncle Paulie's robot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was. They got Paulie a robot for his birthday, but they feature <laughs> the children, um, or his children, his kid a bit, uh, like saying goodbye because Rocky goes to Russia to fight mm-hmm. Drago, and then it shows uh, his son and like one or two of his friends like watching the show on pay per view or whatever at, oh, yeah. at home, like bouncing up and down on the couch. And that casting is actually pretty good in the modern movies because in the movie Rocky Balboa, that was the same actor who Milo Ventimiglia played his son in Rocky Balboa, who's like his adult son, and it's like oh. such perfect casting. Oh yeah, I posted and, that actually uh, on the yeah, uh, I saw your Insta. post, and it is so I was like yeah, like they even have the same like little lip thing because I know Milo mm-hmm. Ventimiglia was born without like um like nerves and part of his lip or something, and that's why he has that weird little thing. Oh really? You know, like part of his lip like wow. stays up like all the Bubba. other. And um, Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. But I noticed that, like, Sylvester Sloan has a bit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah, Forrest no, Gump in a yes. long time. They have the same, like, lip yeah, curl, yeah. Which is, is pretty cool, I'd say. Like, it's just not cool, but, like, it's cool that... It's okay. It can be cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it, was, it was definitely um, an interesting film to watch like seeing that you know uh the drogo family was so determined to get um you know this like victory back from from rocky and 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 now creed and stuff like that and they were just like the guy is like willing to destroy his like life to get there it's just it's like well he didn't have anything to live for yeah i just it made me wonder is everything so terrible that you couldn't have like left or something like is it the entirety of russia is gonna hate you i mean i they did leave russia they went to ukraine that's right that's right so So. it was bad it was that bad and that's what they did but they still were kind of living in squalor right yeah that's it's just sad i mean it's sad that that's what their life turned into and then you know the the mom left um which i'm assuming that was victor's mom right bridget nielsen's character okay i saw her and i was like what is that bridget nielsen and i the only thing i've ever seen her in was in mtv's the surreal life (laughs) where she was sleeping around with flavor Flav. it was a weird ass couple wow i'm not kidding they were definitely having sex oh (laughs) yeah and peter brady was in it too and he hooked up with like a cover girl model she's gorgeous like the yeah that's not his real name though no i don't know i don't know his real name i know what you're talking about but i was like yeah and he was uh adrian curry was her name and he was an asshole like such a jerk i was like fuck you i feel like anyone <laughs> who would go on that show and, like, take all, <laughs> probably not yeah oh, it was a peter brady wait no it was the middle one whichever anyway greg. doesn't matter greg no that Greg's was the oldest, the oldest one yeah it was peter oh, well boy. around the time of rocky four bridget <laughs> nielsen was sleeping with sylvester stallone yeah because oh. they, they were married uh, oh. around the time that filmed i think i was they gonna ask married? I, I was pretty sure that they were married yeah wow i didn't know and that she was Ivan Drago's wife then too, ah. so they're, they're all like original cast 
that's cool. very cool yeah. that's very cool i love when they do that i think that like and as far as casting is concerned i really appreciate when a movie does that because it bothers me when a sequel was never planned and they have to write stories to explain an absence for an actor mm-hmm. and i think that well that's lame you know like obviously if you can't do it all the way you shouldn't do it <laughs> Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. so um, I like that they were able to bring her back and bring his son back from Rocky Balboa. And obviously, Ivan, I think that's, we'll get into that. And but. I'm glad they resisted any possible urge to bring back Apollo Creed in ghost form since Carl <laughs> Weathers is still doing fine. Yeah. They, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, like a Star like Take a piece of ham, put it in his, you got to still go, baby. <laughs> Like baby, you got a steel going. He could be like uh, like like Force Luke or Force uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen. But he was a He's ghost like, in Happy my Gilmore, son. Right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was a, He did like sort of come back in like a dreamy sort of way. He was the one, oh, he missed. He got his arm chubs yeah. by an alligator. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. Tragic. I didn't yeah. actually know that was him. I did not. I had no idea how famous Carl Weathers was because uh, I was a big fan of Rust Development. I mean, I still like it, and I assume um, I haven't seen the fifth season. So, Mike, what do you think of the movie? I have kind of a weird uh, path with this movie and the Creed series. Um, if you remember Creed, I avoided outright when it came out in theaters because I dismissed it as a cash grab, and not until it was it had had its theatrical release came out on blu-ray did i see that it was reviewed really well so then i bought it and loved it and now then i was kind of excited for creed 2 because a little too late i really liked creed and i feel like creed 2 feels more like a cash-in than creed was because they do all this throwback shit um to rocky 3 and rocky 4 and i'll get into that a little bit later but also Samantha and I saw it in the theater and I remember liking it, like walking into the theater, being kind of excited and thinking that was cool and fun. And then time passed and I've seen it just come up on cable and I saw bits and pieces of it pretty recently. And I thought, Oh gosh, this does not seem as good as I thought like on the first viewing, but I rewatched it last night, and I liked it more than that, uh, watching it properly, start to finish. So I'm kind of with Lauren. I, I'm i more thumbs up than thumbs in the middle, but not as much as Creed. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't have... It didn't quite have the same heart that I felt that Creed did. This was more like, no, I have to do this. Like, And it's, it's kind of something that's been done... Uh, a lot the whole like I have to avenge my father's death like Princess Bride did it first and did it best <laughs> you know I doubt Princess Bride did it first <laughs> I know but whatever <laughs> sure there's some like Douglas Fairbanks movie running around or like a done. book that was written in like, or like a book that 11 was AD <laughs> or you know? anything like that anyway um whatever <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> Princess Bride did it in the 80s first, and then they did the best. All right, I'll make it. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, it wasn't it wasn't a unique storyline. I pretty much, like, kind like, the, the ending was, like, more or less expected, and I just felt like the first one had just more oomph to it. You know, it had more, like, you're really rooting for this guy versus the second one. I was like... You had a kid now. You're married now. Do you have to almost go into a coma like you did last time? Like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know? It's like at the end of the day, your brain's all you got. And if you don't have your brain, then you're pudding? What? You know, like, it, it's just, it, it's really horrible and awful and sucky. And so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... um the first, I always love like first acts in my favorite movies. I love introductions and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's kind of like what Creed is. Creed is really exciting for me because Apollo Creed's son meets Rocky Balboa. Um, and they form this really weird bond. And they're, they're kind of like an odd couple. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun and interesting. And now that's done. That's already established. So in Creed 2, they throw in like... Like, I'm not that interested in Adonis's family planning, you know? I agree like, with that. Yeah. The, the, it the kind pregnancy. of bummed me out that they had a kid. I was like, <clears throat> oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah, the, the pregnancy thing. The, his There's a really weird proposal scene that I don't care for. Yeah, that um, wasn't cute. That was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> and But I still like most of the Adonis Rocky stuff that mm-hmm. they did in Creed Two. But yeah, just the family planning. It's like though they just—I feel like they want to show growth of the character that he's branching out or whatever. But um, it felt more forced, less natural than Creed. I agree. So, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Sam? Um, we kind of talked about. I'm a little bit. bit in the middle of both of you. I I have a fun memory of seeing Creed two in theaters. Mike and I went through the full Rocky series. Mm-hmm leading up to creed 2 coming out and we watched creed 1 for the second time like it wasn't the first time the afternoon before we like that evening we went to see creed 2 and if you remember correctly we had like the tiniest amount of wiggle room so we had to start it at like this time or we weren't gonna make it before mm-hmm. so then i it was like a marathon <laughs> it was fun it was a marathon it was before the pandemic when everyone was just so carefree <laughs> Yes. Um, anyway, Before we all laughed and, every day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. It was like fun. It was. It was a fun movie. It was a fun Creed movie, and Creed is a fun story. And then subsequently, I find it a little bit draggy. And yeah. I did a little bit Drago. A little bit Drago. And <laughs> I did have more fun watching it on Monday than I thought I would because I was a little bit like, I'm. I'm actually kind of excited about Creed three. I am too. So I knew I I wanted to watch Creed 2. Well, we needed to because we're talking about it. But I also like, it's like one of those things where you're like, I just got to get through it because I want to see the new one and I want to be refreshed. And I had more fun than I thought I would. But I agree about, like what Mike said, I think Creed, the first Creed, is is about a, a young man sort of like stepping into his birthright almost. And that's really compelling. And he's a very charming like fresh faced kid and and every and like meeting Rocky Balboa. Like there's that funny line in the first one when he Bianca's like peeking out the window and Creed's like, I'm gonna go live with my uncle and she's like, Why didn't you tell me your uncle was Rocky Balboa? <laughs> so like that's really yeah, endearing that and sweet. And then this movie is just like like Mike and I talk about this all the time in the office. Every time Mike's here we just have to bring it around to the office. But <laughs> Like Jim Almost and Pam, like I talk about speechless and yeah, community. All the like time. Jim and Pam circling each other for the first three seasons is so compelling and mm-hmm. it's awesome. 
and then they get together and that's exciting but then in the end of the series they have to give them like marital problems because where do you go when the couple is already together so i feel like creed 2 is kind of like the well creed has to get mad at rocky right things can't just be all rosy because now we're in the doldrums and so there's there's that aspect that i i didn't really care for it's a good comparison i think and uh so i think it's it's hard to watch in some places because it is kind of predictable and i agree about the baby and i have plenty to say about all of that like the family planning as mike put it because i think that that really slows it down and the thing is rocky had similar like him and adrian got engaged and got married and they had a baby but it didn't feel like Rocky wasn't always kissing Adrian's stomach. And I wrote in here, mm. like, the stomach kissing has to stop. In real life and in movies, I'm sorry <laughs> if I offend people listening, but I think photos of men kissing women's stomach make me really uncomfortable. And when I have to watch it in a movie, all, like, for, you know, were maybe you 20 not? minutes of the movie. I've got to stop doing that Wait, when were I you pregnant not, women. Like- <laughs> Yes, Were you not like yes. super grateful that they didn't show a birth scene though? I like, was. When they, I like, hate watching when they, that. I know. But. Like when <laughs> when the nurse came and she's like, she's she's born. I was like, oh my god, we didn't have to watch. A I scene. do have Thank to give god. them credit. Like, <laughs> or like, there's no tropey scene where like Creed opens the door and hears her screaming. And it's like a deer in headlights. There's nothing like that. It's yeah, just all of I, it's all of it's off camera. It was like a classy birth. But, it was um, a classy movie birth. <laughs> The um, stomach kissing. Oh yeah, yeah the put, stomach kissing the was. The stomach kissing has to stop. I thought it was um, actually kind of cute, naturally, because why would I not think the thing that you hate is adorable? Because that always seems to be the way it is, isn't it? It's always like you and I have like really opposing views on just like one scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It feels to me like nothing that would happen in real life. Yeah. That's something that you would do because you're doing a photo shoot my pregnancy right. photo shoot get down on yep. your knees and kiss my belly yeah like, and it's like, that, but that's not a i feel i don't know it seems highly unnatural to me it's, it does to me too because it's like it's the baby it's not the baby it's your wife's stomach right, or right. your girlfriend's and the stomach. baby's like a pee at the moment yeah like i don't, I don't know it's just i really dislike it and i know that it's popular for like photo shoots and in movies this is not the first movie that you but a movie is a photo shoot that's yeah basically yeah and i think that so i think that this movie gets bogged down by like things that are supposed to be cutesy but aren't Mm -hmm. such as the proposal scene like can we please these two people these two people live together they obviously are having sex because she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She traveled to Vegas. They're sharing a hotel room, and she's so shocked that he proposes that she slammed the door in his face. Yeah. what the fuck what, was that? Why? Like, what bothered me is that it's like, dude, you know that your what your your girlfriend has hearing issues. Why are you doing this when you know without a doubt that she can hear you? That was also That's stupid. stupid. I was like, yeah, because I was trophy. watching him do it, and I was like, she can't hear him. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I said it out loud. I was like, she can't hear him, and uh, and. And that's what happened. She immediately like, turned around, flipped out, and then started putting in her, you know, or after, uh, whatever. Either way, it was just like, it's, I don't, yeah, I didn't care for that engagement scene. Whoever wrote that, like, thought it was going to be cutesy. And to me, it was just like, okay, we can we can be done with this now. That's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're also both professional adults with their own jobs and sources of income. So it's not like she's, it's not like they're 15 and he's proposing it's you know you're in a place in life where you're you know like propose nobody should be freaked out by that you know and and i thought it was kind of sweet 
that Rocky was sort of giving him advice, and he sort of did a callback to the Adrian, like asking Adrian to marry him, but only because I, I like like the father son type of relationship between them. But even then, I was like, he just won the world was heavyweight championship, mm-hmm. and so I think we're supposed to be like, oh, Creed. He's the heavyweight champion of the world, but he's thrown off by having to propose to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, yeah. I don't, I don't like that because Creed, like, I thought Rocky and Adrian's proposal was kind of awkward because they're both kind of awkward people. But Creed is like so I confident, seen it, so I don't, and he's no. he's very street smart and he's very confident. So I don't know. I think they could have done that better. And she's also street yeah, smart. Yeah, I mean, it seems so. they have the, they have such like an easygoing relationship. It seems like they're both very like. Well, she seems like she's a very chill person. He is a little bit more high strung, kind of understandably for his job, uh, but. I think it would have been sweeter if it had been something like they were just relaxing in bed and he was like, what if we get married? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, that would have been cute, you know? Yeah. It would have made more sense. Yeah. Instead of that whole, like, it really, really bothered me because it's the whole hearing thing. That's really what got to me because it's like, man, you know, you've been living with this woman for years now. And like he's not familiar with just their living situation <laughs> yeah, and like, how, what communication is like for them. Yeah, and yeah, they, and, and they did uh, away with all of that for the for something that wasn't funny or cute. Yeah, it, yeah, like, and it's and it's exactly. it's also like it seems a little insensitive on his end because it, like you know you know that she's been not only is this a devastating thing that's happening to her because she loves music and and she might not be able to produce it after a while or make it you know um, her hearing might get to that level we don't know and he's just like proposing and she's you know turned his back to him not responding to anything and I'm just like dude mm-hmm. what? like yep you I, know, I you agree know better. and then she says to him she's like well what'd you say and he was like Meh, just stop <laughs> nothing you don't know already yeah and i'm like well she obviously doesn't know it already because she didn't have yeah, her- i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. what he said that she didn't hear was uh, some pretty profound and uh mm-hmm. emotional yeah and she never she never will hear it it's yeah, gone no, she the, the audience hears it and the person the one person who matters doesn't Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and obviously they're not going to have him repeat it in a movie, right? But it's like he could have said clunky. he could have worded so it different or something, or I don't know. Yeah, he could have worded it differently. He could have said something sweet, but yeah. So it's also I just I think like the if you're in a relationship like they are in, there shouldn't be much fear about getting proposed, like being proposed, because they're in a movie relationship where. Like, there's nothing to be afraid of, you know? Right, right. So all of that was just sort of... I mean, it, it, sure, it's nerve-wracking, but, I mean, they really built it up a lot. Like, he was really concerned she was going to say no. And, you right. know, like, this is not the the story of Creed. This is the story of Creed getting married, so let's get it over with, yeah, you know? I, I would have almost preferred, like, a over... Not, like, over the top, but maybe instead... Um, he proposes like at the end or something you know like you see them walking along and he's like what if we get married you know and they don't have the baby yet maybe they can have it in the third one lauren's like lauren's like they gotta be married before they have children (laughs) they need to be married before they have children (laughs) preferably i i would say that um overall i do not usually seek out movies or shows that have infants in them because Oh I'm not God. interested in hearing your baby scream the entire movie. I didn't care for that either. Um, <laughs> like, I'm takes, not into it. He's alone with their, their infant child, and she's crying. 
can't be consoled and he takes her to the gym of course <laughs> so he can start his boxing regimen and that calms her down i know and fuck all of that i actually wrote i was like you should swaddle her you should probably swaddle her that might help yeah. like no there's two things know. i really hate and it's when moms <clears throat> ask dads to watch their own children oh is that, i hate that oh I, babe, I have to get out of the house yeah, do you mind watching your child like do you mind <laughs> like no i have to get out of the house and watch two, our child thank you bye i love you <laughs> number two i wrote down about that scene and and i hate it so much is afterwards they're laying on the floor which i actually when they're laying on a floor it's kind of a, i think they do that in the first creed and that's kind of mm-hmm. a nice callback because mm-hmm. it's like maybe it's like their little romantic thing and i think that's cute and now they have a baby so it's like carrying the tradition that's fine with me but then he says she's a fighter and i was like because she had a temper tantrum and then he said like her dad which seems really narcissistic and then I he was hoping like he, he would say that? like 15, her mom yeah, yeah no he says like her dad and then he waits like six <laughs> seconds and goes and her mom and i was like well nice after <laughs> i know i know really good See, like, i thought what thank he you for said spelling is, the movie out right. for me like what i thought he should have said was she's a fighter like her mom you know yeah. i was like why or would you like, like don't even call her a fighter because she's just a baby who had like probably <laughs> and it's had not even a temper tantrum really or something just, yeah, yeah like she needed to be burped or swaddled you know when yeah. a baby's like what one month old they are, are not <laughs> cognizant enough to have a temper tantrum yeah. they're just literally to like be a fighter, i'm uncomfortable like, <laughs> i'm hungry i need to sleep my, dad's I, my needs are incredibly baby. basic <laughs> I like how I did like how he like was having his own little like fussy fit at the gym and he looked over at her and since she was deaf she's just like happy as a clam and I was like yeah I guess you can get away with a lot but he apologized to her anyway yeah, I think right yeah for some reason and um and that, Sorry, wasn't that kind of like yeah, the moment where he's like I need to get and I need to fight uh yeah. Victor again Victor that's what Transylvanian. Yeah, well, v- that's fine. Victor. But anyway, so I hate, I hate that, I hate that tropey, like, like oh, our baby's a fighter, she's a fighter, you know, like there's yeah. nothing. It's not like she was like, she had to undergo like baby surgery or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. she was just a baby being a baby, <laughs> exactly and he was a grown man being a baby. So. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah, someone I, needs to watch him. I don't, I don't love the trope of like the mom leaving and the baby's totally calm and fine, and fine, and then the dad's uh, yeah, like, and then the baby's too. immediately like, ah! and you're like, oh, like of course you can't take care of your own <laughs> child. Why would you be capable of that? Like it's just so tropey, you know. It's, it's, uh, I, I can't. And he calls his mom for help too. Like, yeah, which I, like, I, is kind of cute I'm because thinking, I totally like, get where's it. Where's like, Marianne this late on a what is it a weeknight? Where is she? <laughs> She's out having a social life or something. But it's combining <laughs> these these like stereotypes that are amusing, like the fact that um, Bianca asked him, "Do you mind watching your child?" Because <laughs> while I get out of the house, so that that's, language, that's like, the thing. <laughs> and two, <laughs> that the male can't fucking cope with mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, see. Babies only like mothers. Yeah, and they fucking hate fathers. Yeah. Also, fathers are bumbling idiots, buffoons. Like so, that's a thing. And yeah, like, got to call my mom because well, I'm, I'm capable a buffoon. of doing things that are basic. <laughs> I but can't even. It like... is the first kid though, so I could see panic. Yeah, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's tropes. Yeah. It's very tropey. I feel like if they wanted to include that, which I don't I, like, I like I think the baby storyline is is 
pretty much superfluous to the story and i think we agree that doesn't really need to be in there but i think if they need to show a baby then they could show the two of them struggling together maybe and marianne helping them or even rocky helping them you know like rocky be like do you take him like this and you put the blanket around <laughs> oh tuck the arms like you know like so i would love i would love a scene of like <laughs> sylvester stallone just like this big guy like carrying around this tiny little baby he's like it's fine i got this just he couldn't move for nothing <laughs> exactly she's so comfy right now don't take her out of Mars. <laughs> i did really like um so since we're on the baby storyline um i thought that the like hearing test thing was way too much because like the bianca had just finished giving birth and adonis is like can we get that hearing test yeah, right now? Yeah, like, maybe you know? let so, both your wife and honestly, your daughter yeah. recover from this super then, traumatizing event, like, when the they were doing <laughs> When they were doing the hearing test, like, Creed was, like, in the room with the technician, and she was like, this isn't good. And I was like, that is not how tests are administered. Like, she probably doesn't even give the results. She just no. records them, and the doctor right. gives them. Right. And, uh, and she would also, if she's professional, she would never be like, oh, no. Um, yeah. This is, this does not look yeah. good. She, I have to tell there, you, sir. There is some I'm, cause for concern. You should maybe be yeah. super worried at this point. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, she should just be like, I'm just, you know, like, well... Um, I'm gonna have the doctor discuss them with you. Like exactly. she, yeah, that's not like, that's not her that's not her job. You right? Know? Like she, she probably is like the doctor. The doctor is the doctor. Right. That was just a movie thing to move it along. Yeah, a bit, yeah Even definitely. though they lingered on that scene a bit. Yeah, you know? but I did like the one thing I liked about that is when Rocky said like, "Would you still love? Would you still love her?" And Creed's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, she doesn't feel sorry for herself, so neither should you." Yeah. And I thought that that was interesting advice. Not that that needed to be in there at all but i thought it was it was kind of wise advice like she's she's born with a like i guess you call it a handicap but she's gonna be fine you know well, and you she's, can't miss what you never had right exactly so she's gonna go her whole life just you know being deaf and just dealing with it and, and learning how to yeah, interact the, with the world you know bianca and that's was, gonna be okay bianca like you know talking yeah. about the risk of it like because she said it's it's genetic you know, so there could be an issue, and I, I kind of wanted. Because wasn't her dad deaf too? I have no idea. I don't remember. I, re- I, I wanted, remember her saying something about that. I wanted maybe. Adonis to say, "Well, she's going to have it easier than you because yeah. she will only know this way of life. She'll get by easily, right? And by the way, you're killing it anyway, right. doing it in right. the middle of your life, so she'll be fine. Yeah, and she's got like, us. Well, it's like, and she has a mother who knows what it's like to start, you know, becoming that to that point. So now they can start learning stuff like American Sign Language. And they, are, which they, they, already, they know. already know it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's, it's, yeah, like, exactly. And it's just, it's it, like, to me, being in this point in time, being deaf is not a death sentence. You're not going to be like totally it's messed up. Sentence. It's a death sentence. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, comparatively to, Oh, I don't know. Past like nineteen earlier, like nineteen fifty. You know, maybe you would really mess up your life, and you would never be able to, you know, really have a normal one. But I think right, the baby will be fine. You know, and it's like every every life is going to be a challenge. There's always going to be a challenge. So. Right. Well, they seemed like like way too concerned about the baby's hearing for dramatic movie purposes. Yeah. I mean, you know, like let stuff play out 
like it plays out like you don't have to that's like, what i was thinking too i was like well if I she mean, is and she is like yeah you learn to do with it you know they'd probably i mean just if you just spend time with the baby for a couple hours you probably know like something's off about her hearing yeah because we were playing the drums and she didn't wake up or something you know like <laughs> we were playing so, the drums while the baby was sleeping yeah always wise <laughs> they, i think they just wanted to show both parents like crying emotionally yeah, over yeah. The, so, like oh look at this hardship yeah, yeah, like yeah, well, I, the mother is signed to a record deal, and the dad is the heavyweight champion of the world. So they're really struggling. Life is really difficult for these guys. Yeah, <laughs> like they live in this. What they were they in L.A. At they the moved end? to like a beautiful L.A. apartment. Like this yeah, huge apartment. I mean, it was yeah. gorgeous. Like, like all this rise. natural light. Give me your sheerest curtains, yeah, because I'm gonna <laughs> fill this apartment with them. It's just like, uh, it's it's. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I, I could have I could have done without that. I was I was like, who cares? I also um, to get back. You said something way early that I wanted to get back to, where it was like, that's when Creed decided he was going to do the fight again, and I feel like he gave a really beautiful speech because he said to her. Like you would feel, you would feel like you were. I can't remember what he said. Like you would feel no like good to anyone. Yeah, if you weren't doing what you loved, and this is what I loved, and I was like, see, that's a good reason, except for the fact that we already saw him, like you said, put you in a coma. It like, was a level three um, concussion. Concussion. Yeah, which like, I was like, that sounds like so that's pretty awful. I feel like his passion <laughs> was very compelling, but it was misguided mm-hmm. in in a way that the movie maybe could have saved because. You know that it's going to go terribly when the big fight that the movie is about happens within the first 30 minutes. Well, that's one yeah. one point I wanted to draw. There's some... And I don't know how easily it is to avoid these things from happening, but there's some serious like mimicry of the earlier Rocky movies. like, And that's one of them. Uh, Rocky three is, well, famously, the one with Mr. T. Oh, yeah. And so that was the Rocky's main opponent. I think the gist of Rocky Three is that Rocky uh, was champion and had gotten soft and was fighting people who weren't true contenders, but like mm. his his manager was lining up these fights for people that he could just cut through. And then Clubber Lang shows up and destroys Rocky, similar to how Adonis got destroyed by Victor. Oh. It's the same. It's the exact oh. same pattern. Mm-hmm. And then. Of course, the second fight is the climax of the movie. So that was lifted right from Rocky Three. I did not remember that. Yeah, that does not really surprise me. I haven't seen it, but that doesn't surprise me at all. That sounds like... I mean, I think that's... I think that they are... The writers or whatever are trying to, like, recall back those people that are Rocky fans. But... I just touched my mic. Um, But at the same time, like, if you're going to... If you're gonna do something new and you're gonna do it with a new character, like don't like have don't make it parallel to something you've already done. You know what I mean? Like we've seen it, we know. Let's we want something new, we want something fresh. You Speaking know? of parallel, um, in Rocky Four, uh, there aren't two Rocky fights like there are in Rocky Three, and in Creed Two there are two Creed fights, Adonis oh, fights. Yeah. Okay. But in Rocky Four there is an Apollo fight. Where, oh, where he dies. In Las Vegas, I think. It's in the United States where he's killed in the ring by Ivan Drago. And then the Rocky fight against Ivan is in Russia, which is just like Creed 2. It's got to be in Russia. 
Russia or nothing. <laughs> I, and it's, so they, they yanked that right out of Rocky Four. Right. I wrote in my notes that, like, Russia might as well have been Cleveland in this movie because they're just like, it just, they didn't make any, they just said one line, like, it has You're to right. be in Russia. And then the crowd <laughs> was chanting. Filmed in Cleveland the crowd was known, chanting yeah. Drago's name. So I think we're supposed to be like, oh, look, he feels out of place because they're chanting Drago's name. But there's nothing like there's no fish out of water he dominates pretty much the whole time yeah. what's the point of putting well, and people it in are, like, russia starting, like weren't they like cheering for creed yep. after a while like but so that's lifted right out of rocky four too the <sighs> the crowd in rocky four turned i don't know if they turned on drago but they embraced rocky's resilience and that's exact they lifted that right out of rocky four also lauren in rocky four the has to the has to be in Russia stipulation was a big part of the movie's story. Like, oh, they, not like this one. They go to Russia, and Rocky trains there with Pauly and his uh, trainer Duke. Mm-hmm. And he lifts like tree trunks and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's gimmick. It's gimmick. Yeah. Rocky Four is as close to a cartoon as you can get without <laughs> being a cartoon. But it's it's this bombastic. Like, it's a fun ride. But anyway, the Russia thing is a big part wait so apollo creed died in in four apollo died in four at the beginning yeah okay this makes me want to go i'm like i wonder if i can find it streaming but i haven't seen the first two but i'm also like do i really need to i mean i can always go back i can always go back that's i'm more i don't want to force myself to watch something just watch just watch four that's exactly i think i'll do that yeah i mean it's it's probably not terribly difficult to kind of catch on to what's going on you know well, you've watched Creed. That's true. So I have. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I have seen the first Rocky, so I did actually know, at least. Actually, I do own the first Rocky. So, yeah. Awesome. I um, figured if I decided to buy all of the Rocky films and all the Creed films, I think I would have, like, 15 or 16 Sylvester Stallone movies. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Big fan. I love him. I don't... I, uh, old boyfriend got me into him, got me into him and 80s action films and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and now I'm a big fan, so. Well, I love it. That's good. Do you watch the Terminator movies? I think I seen the first one and it, I did not like it. I the was like one super is, bored by second it. Second one is where it's at. You should That's watch the second that. one. It's fun. That's what I've heard. That's the one that makes you, like, has forever. My whole life may be afraid of uh, atomic bombs. I mean, it's a healthy thing. I mean, you I probably guess. should you be. But that one, it really scared me as a kid. Like, it's burned in my brain. Oh, Some I people don't respect the it. power of the atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah. I personally know when I the atomic do. bomb comes, I am not going to be afraid. I do want to talk well, about... Well, you won't really, because you won't know that it's coming. Vaporized. You'll just be dead. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, well, I'm dead now. Okay. Yeah. Unless you're right underneath it. If I'm in the blast, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the fallout, though. That's true. Ooh, yeah, no, I feel like my whole family's going to die in the bomb. I just go along with them. And I don't. <laughs> so I did want to talk about something that's as it relates to Rocky Four in this movie, and that is that, um, honestly, my honest opinion is I don't think that the Ivan Drago story was the right choice for this movie. I kind of agree I really, with you. Because, number one... So, Rocky defeated Ivan Drago in 1985. His wife left him. That's when the movie came out, so I assume it's real time. His Mm -hmm. wife left him, and Russia turned their back on him. So, his son would have to be a kid, a very small kid, when this happened. And so, his mother 
abandoned him. Why? Because his dad lost a boxing match. Yeah, to I, Rocky. Didn't, I didn't get that either. And so that I thought was kind of ridiculous. It would have made at least as much sense if she had got custody of the kid and left yeah, Ivan with yeah. their son. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but I mean, unless she was just she it didn't seem like she had much of a connection with her her kid anyway because i was like no. is that a mom is that his mom that's his well, okay that's his mom yeah you know what i mean and it, also, but i didn't really figure that out until he, they were like yelling back and forth and he's like i don't even know her she doesn't she's a stranger to me you know and um and then i was like okay so i definitely know without a doubt now that they are because she didn't even really look at her son yeah. i was like no no, like, hey, kid, what's up, kid? This you know, like, movie would have made way more sense in maybe like 2012 or 2007 when he was a much younger man. Because now we have to say that this kid is at least old enough to remember his mom abandoning mm-hmm. him. So he's probably older than 33. He looks like he's like 22. He's an up-and-coming boxer. Mm-hmm. Does that happen in your mid to late 30s? No, yeah. I think. So like the timeline... I know that this is a movie and we just have to move beyond it, but I, that's why I think the Ivan Drago story isn't great. Well, I could probably push back if I think about it. Wait, okay. I'm gonna, when did Rocky IV come out? Because I'm... 85, right? So, yeah. Okay, 85. so you say... Okay. And this movie came out in 2018, so that's... I'm also going on, you know, so like four years ago. But here's the thing. Ago. They were more or less exiled like 34? from... Russia, mm-hmm. because of the culture of embracing victory, mm-hmm. and Ivan was disgraced by an American. So he's training his son, and it is going to take longer for anything to happen because they're they're kind of swimming upstream. You know what I mean? Because they don't have the backing of their country. Sure. And if you remember the the sleazy promoter guy. Um, Buddy Marcel is his, the character's name. Which I immediately was like, is this Pulp Fiction? Because it sounded like a character from Pulp Fiction. Marcellus Wallace? Yeah. Well, he, when, I haven't seen like, as soon as Adonis won the world championship, the promoter shows up in Ukraine and says something like, so you must have heard the good news. So this guy, that was the opportunity. It wasn't necessarily the victor is in his prime and then gets a shot at Adonis. It's Adonis has to have the championship. Now this promoter can put together a fight. So that was the moment in Victor's life that he gets to be put back into a spotlight. And it would have it's taking longer because of like Adonis's timeline. But that's what brings Victor into like an international spotlight mm-hmm. is Adonis becoming champion and then a guy orchestrating a match between son of Drago versus son of Creed. But why did his mom abandon him? <laughs> like that's, I feel like that still isn't answered for me. Like, she's nasty. I, don't I know. guess. Yeah. She's just a bitch. I see what you mean though, because they did live in kind of like Soviet block housing. It looked like, and they kind of just, he did like manual labor and I kind of assume that maybe she left him for another man. Like she was like, Oh, like I can't do like you're I understand why she left this Ivan. This guy's rich. That makes sense. Ivan, yes, makes sense. He lost the match. He was the country's biggest hope for victory. He lost it against America, the Cold War. All that makes sense. But I didn't think the timeline matched up for why she would abandon her child who would have been probably under 10. Yeah. I wish they they could have addressed it. Yeah. Like just come up with 
two lines that would have yep. addressed why I agree. I agree uh, totally. she turned her back on both of them. Because I think what you said makes total sense about like why he's coming up slowly, more slow than he would in a different position. Right. But yeah, two just two sentences for him to be like, she didn't even want me to live with her, mm-hmm. you know? And that would have yeah, she could have been great. like he could have said something like, "Your mother's a horrible woman. She didn't want anything to do with either of us, or something." <laughs> yeah. Just like there it is. Be like, okay, so she's a she's a total piece of shit. We get it, and that's all you gotta say, you know? Like that's sometimes that's all you need. But like, I also think I also think that um, something I didn't also didn't like was that he went to Rocky's restaurant. And they had this weird, like, two old-timers talking. And I was like, this is weird because Ivan killed a man. He killed a man. And so now he's, like, trying to level with Rocky. And he's like, no pictures of me, huh? And I was like, that's <laughs> cheeky and weird. That's a weird... That that's like a Rocky made accent, me not kind like a of Russian angry. Like <laughs> and maybe he was saying it to rile Rocky up, but I felt like they... I think he was. If they, I felt like they maybe needed to give... I think he's just being a dick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Guess that so makes too. more yeah. sense. But I just wanted them to give Ivan and Victor a little bit more autonomy because at the end he's supposedly has this massive character change and he like decides his son's life is more important than victory. But the rest of the movie that's not earned. Like we didn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been nice to see more character development with those. You know, like they could have had less kid, less baby. Yeah. And more character development of the Dragos. Because the movie opens up with the Dragos. Dragos. So, like they obviously are a pivotal, like a big integral part of the story. So you definitely can spend more time with them. Yeah. Yeah. I. That all leads me to like a big thematic thought that occurred to me after thinking about the movie for a while that especially considering all the Adonis and Bianca baby marriage proposal stuff I feel I would have been more interested in a movie about Victor Drago yes yeah yeah what and then we get more focus on the the mom situation more development with Ivan and I thought Victor's story was kind of heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, big time. Because he, like Ivan told Rocky, all he knows is this, and he holds up his fists, like, uh, to indicate fighting. And Yeah, like, well, every time he came in the screen, I was like, I was like, don't touch that guy. He's very scary. <laughs> you know, like, I was, like, very, like, uh, Well, they, no, they do you. this recurring, <laughs> they do a recurring kind of motif with every, every Victor fight that we saw where he will level an opponent and then slowly pace away from him with his his chin over his shoulder, looking back at this guy that he just laid waste to mm-hmm. with furrowed brow. And he, it's, but he's that way because of how he's been brought up by his father. And um, there's there's a shot in the, the final fight against Adonis where, where Victor is getting battered and the tide is totally gone into Adonis's favor and Victor was knocked down and he's dragging himself back up to his feet using the ropes as leverage. And he gets his arm up like over the top rope and he looks out to the seats where his mom was sitting and it's just empty seats and his face is demolished. And in spite of giving everything he had physically, his fucking mom walked out on him again. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that's terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I actually felt for him, and that made me think, like, this might be the story. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm more intrigued by that. And I was, like, kind of affected by that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it 
I thought it kind of flowed nicely into because they do a thing briefly with Ivan getting up and walking and you don't know what he's doing. You don't know if he's walking out on his son the same, but he's not. He's getting up to throw in the towel and I agree that that's kind of an abrupt character change, but maybe if the movie was Drago in that creed we could have had more yeah. info because I, I i like what's there like there's pieces there mm-hmm. to a story i'd like to know more about yeah mm-hmm. i didn't even know that um throwing the towel literally meant throwing yeah. the towel. I, I was like yeah i was like oh that's a real thing like mm-hmm. i was that's like shocked i was like okay it's a what a fun realization oh yeah it is i was like oh throwing the towel okay literally okay all right cool um I, I think that the thing with um, Ivan and Victor's relationship is that, to me, it's always seemed transactional. Mm-hmm. Like, v- Ivan does not view his child as his child. He views him as an extension of himself. Mm-hmm. He does not see Victor as his own person. He sees what Victor can do in order to accomplish Ivan's goals. Like and his I take it back to Russia and his yeah. wife. To, to restore and, yeah. him to I mean, full he's, power. Yeah. I, I think that Victor's probably just utterly emotionally constipated because he's had a sh- like a shitty mother. His dad's probably not that great. I mean, it just seemed like every interaction that they had, he was like, you can do better. You can do this and you can do that. And the entire time I'm like, you know, I might be stressed out by my parents, but at least my dad's not him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wow. Made me very grateful for what well, I have. That's what I that's one of the things I mean is I think that this movie, if you are ever gonna humanize Ivan Drago, then you could spend this whole movie doing that. Yeah. And they basically waited until the last, like, you know, six minutes. And then, like, earlier in the movie, he's driving a truck, and, and Victor is, is running, and Ivan stops, and you think he's going to be like, get in the truck, let's go get dinner. But instead, he's like, when I tell you to run faster, you run faster. Yeah, that's So then, at that. the end of the <laughs> yeah. movie, they're running together. And all of that, I agree, is a super compelling story, but I don't think it was... I think it was really underutilized in this movie, because you could have shown any number of scenes of, like, Ivan like looking upset maybe victor walking in on ivan like wiping like wiping tears away like trying to be a tough guy but just maybe that's tropey but i mean just something to like you have like mike said a really compelling story that is better than maybe the creed story in this instance but it's just it's just wasted it's it's wasted (laughs) yeah and and i also think like i wrote in my notes that Victor is such a feral child that he can't even wear a tux when they go to that fancy <laughs> dinner. dinner. He oh wears like God. I know. Gear. I was like, I and so that's tropey that. as well. Like I think that's tropey. Like I, he's like a cartoon character. Oh, you, you, I was you like, like that he had the courage to not dress up. You fuck it. I was like, because I, I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, son, you need to dress up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, sir, you're embarrassing me right now. Go put on your suit or tuxedo or whatever. Um, it was just, yeah, I, I remember being like, oh, my God, he wore a fucking sweatsuit. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. That's probably what his mom was thinking. She walked in and she was like, I made a good choice. Look at this motherfucker. I mean, I did like how he finally, I think in terms of autonomy, we finally got to see Victor get emotional when he left that dinner and he said like they all abandoned us. I was rooting mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. when he like stormed away from the table. Yeah. 
you yeah. know like finally someone like he's actually thinking for himself and he's saying what you should be saying like these people yeah. turn their back on you at your lowest point and you just want to get back, right back into their good graces i don't i don't understand that that that's the um in mom that they talk about that with jill um she's like very rich uh played by jamie presley and she's like i just want to get back in, in with these people and it's like but everyone abandoned you when you were at your lowest point that you almost you committed tried to commit suicide multiple times and you still want to be with these people even though they're looking at you and judging you and, and it's just like i just don't understand that desire to we want to be back in a in a place where people are they are so shallow there's so little depth to them that the smallest like the something devastating that would destroy someone's life like emotionally that instead of just being like you know what this is part of boxing this the, you know the dangers of boxing but we're here for you and if you want to fight we'll watch you fight you know what i mean it's just to me it's like fuck russia <laughs> not literally like not li like literally i mean like fuck those fucking russian guys that were shitty to him i'm sure russia's great i'm sure it's not great but like you get it russian people love you pretty okay. sure it's not great <laughs> i'll say it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh you should watch the uh the 2022 winter olympic figure skating trials if you want to know anything about russian sports i, I think that would or the figure skating championships if you want to know anything about Russian sports, oh yeah, uh, that'll probably tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> it could be yeah. a big part of it. Like it's it's different than anything that would happen here, I think. But the the culture of also when Rocky Four happened, it was the USSR or Soviet mm -hmm. Soviet mm -hmm. Union, Cold and War. now now it's Russia. I was wondering, yeah, I thought the Cold War happened in the sixties. It started in the what fit, like after World War Two. I then, thought they declared peace in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the Cold War um, went until the Berlin Wall came down in I, 1989, I, right? I remember that was the end of the Cold War. Well, because I did, I did an episode on Che Guevara, and they talked about the Cold War, and that's why I'm kind of wondering. Anyway. It, it was decades. It was, that, it was that decades. That went on for okay. a long time. Okay, because mm -hmm. for some reason, he was thinking of something different. I think I'm thinking of something different. Anyway, whatever. They had mentioned the Cold War. Well, it could still have been going, like Mike said, it started, you know. Yeah, what, well, he, he was killed in 69, I think. So, wait, was it 69? I don't know. He was killed at the age of 39, and it was in the 60s. Okay. Well, I'm pretty the cool sure it was happening. Check then. Check. <laughs> well, I can't remember. I just redid Isaac Newton. It's been so. I'm like, oh my God, I just want to get done with this. Very interesting guy, though. Very interesting guy. So, we were talking about Buddy Marcel, <laughs> yes. the promoter. Yes. And Buddy Marcellus Wallace. I, I didn't. Before and after. I got I was a little tired with how they showed him. First, we see Victor fighting at, in Ukraine or Russia or something. And this guy is just walking around like, hmm, <laughs> yes, mm, yes. Victor Drago, oh, looking good. <laughs> now, then we fast Jeff forward. Jeff Goldblum would have been perfect in that part. <laughs> <laughs> then we fast forward and we see uh, Adonis <laughs> fighting in his world championship match against Stuntman. Wheeler mm -hmm. and the promoters there walking around. What Donna's Creed? He's Look a at world this guy. traveler. Yeah. And then the next scene, uh, Adonis's champion. He's uh, with Bianca at their place, 
or hotel, and they initiate a sex scene, but the camera sort of tastefully pants away from the bed <laughs> to the window, and I, I would have paid $10,000 for <laughs> Buddy Marcel to show up in the window. Going, oh, yeah, these guys. Doing it. And it would have been a perfect sequence of how the, the movie started. But they oh, my gosh. I wish. That's amazing. I, uh, I just feel like, like there was also, like... He maybe is the actual villain of the movie because he's the one who put these this these things together. And I feel like there was no comeuppance at the end. Like Ivan, like choking him out for a second, like pushing him away. Like what, he, like he runs up, he could say, "Ivan, we could still do great things with your son." And his son's like, and Ivan's like, "I will break you," or so, you know what I mean? Like, but it's there's none of that. Now. Like he just sort of like got to fade into the crowd and keep oogling, yeah. ogling people. Yeah. Well, he, while while we're making, he's like he's like this didn't work out for me. Okay, bye. <laughs> While I'm making the comparisons in Rocky Five, uh, there was a shifty promoter character who was portrayed way more villainous than Buddy Marcel was. Mm. And in fact, Rocky beats the shit out of him at the end of the <laughs> fucking movie. Is that the one with the weird street fight? Rocky yes. Five? That movie is awful. Rocky is Five it? is terrible. <laughs> There's so many of them. <laughs> I forgot that he beat the, the promoter up. Well, he, he kind of threatens the promoter. The promoter's like, hey, I need to see the touch me and I'll sue. Touch me and I'll sue. And Rocky he gives him one uppercut and he flies through the air and lands on the car hood. And oh, Rocky no. says, sue me for what? Because he's broke, see, in Rocky Oh, five. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, Rocky is... It's really not good. That sounds terrible. It's kind of um, funny, but... I did, uh, speaking of the promoter, there's a line that I wrote, and it's that um, on the on the TV, the promoter in the beginning was like, Ardonis better take this fight, unless he's afraid of history repeating itself. Boom, boom. And I was like, well, that's actually a valid fear, because his father was murdered. Like, history yeah, repeating itself yeah. would be Creed dying in the ring. A little to say that. And I know, you sure like, hope that no I mean, one gets murdered this time. I think okay, he knew what right. he was saying. Like, I think he said it specifically for that reason, but I was thinking, like, that's actually a valid fear. It's not like... It's not like he's saying, like, unless he's afraid of losing, it's like, unless he's afraid of getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That's I not, think. It's but not a really, fear that you would make afraid? fun of. Right, yeah. It's, it's yeah, self-preservation. Yeah. Self like, oh, you think you're going to get killed? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, in the background, there is a Fatal Attraction series show that's with oh. Leslie Kaplan and Joshua Jackson. Is oh, that his okay. name? The guy from Dawson's Creek. Pacey? Pacey, yeah. Dawson's Creek. Um, Le Beak Say Chic. <laughs> it's from... Not, don't trust me in over 23. Oh, Because okay. she's like besties with Jimmy Vanderbeek. Um, oh, yeah. He has six kids in real life. I, I know. He's very fertile. Yeah. Really bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. No, it looks interesting. The fatal attraction. I was kind of like, huh. I don't really Mike and I find on Joshua Jackson attractive personally but i i like lizzie kaplan i'm like okay yeah okay yeah for sure definitely you know i'm into it so plus love hot psycho woman so what can i say <laughs> this might be the perfect show for me <laughs> and she is a great hot site well she wasn't really hot in uh she was in castle rock um she was great in that though she was fantastic in that that actually made me like i was always on the fence about her but that made me go like okay i'm a fucking fan so is she in Cloverfield? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the one who blows I think up. she explodes, yeah. I liked her in that. That's all I know. Yeah. Really. yeah. Mean Girl. She's also <clears throat> in Party Down. Oh, yeah. 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 I can never... Yeah. I don't see that as the same person. It's really weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I can see. Yeah, character. yeah. She's very usually like. I mean, she doesn't. Yeah, she's usually. <laughs> I know. I keep like. I told you, I'm very um, animated. Yeah, she doesn't usually uh, look like. What am I trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. I lost it. I lost it. I'm kind of right. tired. <laughs> I said earlier that I'd like the Adonis and Rocky stuff. And one of my favorites is um, when Adonis goes to Rocky's apartment to tell him he's going to take the fight, the first fight, I think, mm-hmm. against Victor. It Definitely before the first fight against Victor. And Rocky kind of explains that this is stuff you don't want to retread you know mm-hmm. with your dad and ivan and everything and he says if you're gonna do it you got to do it without me and rocky kind of sticks to his guns and adonis says he's angry of course because like you said they need to generate some heat uh some conflict because uh, it's not the first movie anymore and adonis says well at least you won't have to worry about throwing in the towel this time because if they didn't make it clear enough in this movie in rocky 4 rocky was uh, like part of Apollo's entourage when he was fighting Ivan and it was on Rocky to throw in the towel and he didn't because Ivan between rounds like told Rocky don't throw in that towel no matter what and Rocky kept his word and his friend died because of it and Adonis kind of threw that in his in Rocky's face which is a fucking terrible thing to say to somebody but Rocky in true like Rocky fashion just sort of closes his eyes and nods slowly like yeah i guess you're right and slowly just goes inside and i think that's so like accurate for the character how he he's sort of like uh, absorbing a beating uh yeah the same way he can in the ring and he's not gonna fight back against adonis that's not in his character like rocky isn't an angry person but he is a sad person from time to time, I think. And I, I thought that whole scene was really good. And I appreciated Adonis's anger mainly for how Rocky just sort of took it. Um, even though it didn't make him happy, but he didn't want to lash out. He's not going to lash out at Adonis, even though he's being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Was that the same? I, was that, wait, was it later where he was looking at the son's number and like debating whether or not to call him? Or that, that was, was later? when the baby was being born. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause uh, well, there's two scenes. I think there's two scenes of that. Like he kind of picked up the phone. He was like, Nope, you know what? And, um, but, uh, I wanted to ask you guys about the name scene. You know, he's like, Oh, oh yeah. we're thinking about Becky naming her Kate. Amara. And he's like, what about Becky or Kate? And I was like, how about Amara, which is a beautiful name, and no one else is going to have it, which is the best part. <laughs> it was just a, a racial joke. Yeah. That was the whole yeah, point. That a was racial not... slash old-fashioned yeah. joke. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then he's like, you guys, you know we're black, right? And I was like, I thought okay. that was kind of cute how they were like, they went through this like, sort of like as deep of a heart-to-heart as the two of them will could have, and then they were back to levity because they're both, you know, like, in a, I don't mean this as an insulting way, but they're they're not like really played as heart to heart emotional characters. Mm-mm. So they reached about the limit of heart to heart emotions that they could have in one scene, and then they immediately went back to like playful, friendly joking, which right. works, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just kind of cute. It was kind of like a it was like a dad <laughs> joke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Which it's I I like the relationship between them and and later. Um, 
Adonis says something about how he like helped Rocky when he had cancer and everything, and I and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, he did. Yeah. So uh, it was, it, I I just like them together. So it it was nice that you know at the end they he helped him through the fight with Victor because it was like it's not going to be the same, you know. <laughs> but obviously they're going to do that because he's Rocky, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, but yeah. I like. I had a comment because I actually wrote a comment about that scene where him and him and where Adonis comes to his apartment as well. Um, so I think to your point, it kind of felt like, well, what Adonis said was really mean and low. He probably couldn't ever say something that would make Rocky feel worse than Rocky already makes himself feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's also like like you said, like he's not angry, he's not like a violent person, but he also was probably like, you know, like you're not telling me any new information. That's a good right? point. And yeah. I really I thought like as a compliment like to tie in what you're talking about with their relationship and that scene, something I really liked is that I think when Adonis came to his apartment, it, A, it was probably a little bit out of the ordinary for Adonis to stop by that late. Mm-hmm. And B, I think Rocky already knew he was going to take the fight. And so he started talking about the streetlight that was out. Yep. And I think that that was really, it's just a really good natural, like he's stalling because he knows that this difficult conversation is coming. So he's like, how hard is it to fix a streetlight? How many how many guys does it take to fill a, to screw in a light bulb? And it's just like empty fodder because Rocky knows what's coming and he knows that he's gonna break Adonis's heart. And I I really I thought that was really good subtlety. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, this movie it definitely has its its strong points, but I feel like just there's just like again the lack of characterization and character buildup of you know they're the villains the villains which i don't really view as villains i think they're just people who are desperate and sad and and living in a really terrible place um it's like it's a great time to bring humanity to the antagonist you know what i mean because in their mind they are not antagonists they are the protagonists you know so uh, it's um that they really missed i think they they really missed that. They could have done a lot more with that, for sure. Man, that toilet is so Sorry. loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the end scene? Hang on, I have other... Well, I have other while we're uh, touching on a negative, I know earlier I complained about how difficult it is to switch things up in a basically a boxing movie, because I talked about all these things they borrowed from other Rocky films. In spite of that, I'm going to complain about how they switched it up this time, which is when Rocky, uh, preparing for the second fight, just conjures out of his ass this like mystery training it's compound so in the middle of a California desert. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I, like I know. <laughs> here's how they explained it. Rocky said, I heard of a place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably has access to you know stuff when you're like rocky that, you, know? you live in philadelphia, philadelphia in a tiny apartment you know about all these weird mystery prison compounds in the i, middle I of might Dusker. accept it if rocky was a los angeles guy but he's <laughs> a philadelphia guy he won't, oh that makes sense okay i'm thinking like oh yeah okay yeah no i yeah yeah but he drove by train <laughs> and it's this fucking desert compound with a, it's Populated by what appears to be career criminals, and they 
<laughs> just batter one another. Really. Like, none of them own shirts. They all just own the, like, white beard. He says, and they're this all is, bloodied. And, this like, is yeah. where boxers come to reinvent themselves, but they're, like, they don't even have real equipment. They have, like, a tires for a, a punching bag. Just like... <laughs> Yeah, here you grab this, and I'm gonna smash you with a barrel. <laughs> oh my god, your, that abdomen thing! I was like, cool, great. Uh, I kept thinking every time that he hit the like ribs, um, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like, Adonis, you should get up and be like, how do you like me getting the ribs? <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! You know, like. But I was thinking like I. I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but like having someone like jut your fingers right in your ribs is, even without breaking them, is super fucking painful. So I yeah, was like, oh sensitive. my god, the that's skin is be, very thin oh. in that part of the body. So I think that it's super painful, it's painful. Yeah, like you're lucky if that doesn't like puncture your lung or something. You know, if someone's poking you with a finger. No, no. I mean, if you break your ribs. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, like I yeah. mean, especially well, yeah. like he broke them was so, and then it was like, I mean. Victor kept going at those ribs like he was like, time for baby back ribs tonight, baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that desert scene was ridiculous. It was and, ridiculous. Uh, and they give they give Adonis like a big mallet and he's supposed to just like just hit the ground on the dirt with it. And then you see his growth when he like puts a bandana over his face to keep <laughs> dust out of his mouth. I guess that symbolizes that he now or when is he ready. Faint, he faints on the yeah. road. They're yeah. like, That's the they're growth. like, we'll just leave him there for a bit. That's we'll just I know he's no. ready. <laughs> okay. Ten minutes. Okay, he, it's up. He's yeah, up. He passes out and he's face down on the ground. <laughs> and then the big victory. I felt the, I don't know, the whatever they were going for didn't click. No, it they, didn't. It was supposed to be like, a, like you, you want to cheer for him, but I'm like, Oh, he just got up. All right. I, okay. I was kind of like, maybe you should, like, okay, so this guy's been working really hard. Maybe he should have, I don't know, 36 ounces of water and a rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, well, get this man some fucking water. Also, yeah, in the he's in the desert. It's not like he's in, you know, like a sunny city where he can go in the shade. He's right. in, like, the mo- notoriously dry hot places absolutely no in the trees. sunshine yeah and doing physical labor and uh i would say easily 90 plus degrees yeah you know probably yeah Death valley oh. i don't know anyway i think it's mirroring and maybe mike maybe i'm stealing your thunder on this i don't know if you have this in your notes but in rocky four they showed ivan in like a gym with like state-of-the-art equipment and rocky was like training in nature mm-hmm. so in this movie uh, Adonis is training in nature, and Victor <laughs> is training in like a school with like Just real the, equipment. So it's that. But the also, look on your face after you said you're like nature. <laughs> so, but also I was thinking like, is this just supposed to be a mirror of Rocky Four, or is there other reason for going in the desert to get away from? media because when he before his first fight oh, that makes sense there was like a media frenzy always watching him train and i was like they could accomplish that by just drawing the shades on the gym like you know <laughs> yeah. you don't have to go to the desert i didn't even catch that as another thing pulled from rocky four uh and if i missed it it's because i don't think they accomplished it no, as well i agree it's, it the, was the not the juxtaposition in rocky four is it's the whole point mm-hmm. and it's obvious also it's necessity because he's in russia they didn't give him a gym right right although i don't know the details like why couldn't he have trained in the states up until the fight and Good then point. traveled for the fight but he went there early maybe to clear his head or something i don't maybe know maybe they but, couldn't afford it 
Yeah. Rocky Balboa? No, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Ivan and Victor of like living in the states while they're trading. Oh no, he's talking about Rocky Four. Oh, okay, so, okay. I missed that. Yeah, Rocky Four. They seemingly had money. To Rocky travel. goes to Russia with a skeleton crew, and he he's like lifting up wagons and running up mountains and <laughs> chopping down trees yes. and all of this. And Drago's right. getting steroid shots and using Great. you know heavy machinery and running like laps around the track. And, and he's I got like a team like of steel. scientists in lab coats, like watching him train because he's on the juice and all of this. But anyway, I, it great. wasn't. That as sounds like a great way to <laughs> make sure you just kill someone. <laughs> well, he did. His name was Apollo Creed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he tried with Rocky, but no good. <sighs> Yeah. Nice. Maybe if he had killed Rocky, he wouldn't have gone home and everyone wouldn't have hated him, okay? <laughs> Maybe next time you should think ahead, Ivan Drogo. Or Drago. I keep wanting to call him Drogo. Like, I keep thinking, like, call Drogo, like, Game of Thrones. Oh. Even though I only watched the first three seasons and Even I have no attention. Even though you watched Game of Thrones, like, six years ago. I mean, you it was just literally, like, Creed. forever ago. <laughs> and I don't think I will ever finish it at this point, honestly. Plus, I heard how it ends, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Oh, there was one other thing that I wanted to say about the desert, and it was there. There was so the sea in the desert. Did I interrupt you? Were you 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 finished what you were saying about the desert? Yes. Okay. So one thing I I also wanted to bring up about the desert was um so Rocky like sets down a tire, and he makes uh, Creed put his foot in the tire, oh. and then he makes like prison inmate number three also <laughs> put like, his foot in the tire. It was like Dave Bautista knockoff. You know, I was like, and I like how it's like these men. This guy just seems like somebody who maybe was living under a rock because none of them were phased by the fact that the heavyweight champion of the world was training with them. <laughs> and none of them seem concerned that this guy is a professional boxer and they live in the middle of the desert yeah. doing, I don't know what they do all day. The, I don't think there's a word of dialogue with any of them. Either. Yeah, they're just I don't like, think he says anything. They're just like creatures. They're, it's you know? like they're video, they're like video game villains that yeah. you just gun down, you just mow down as you're going to the like a different yeah. objective, basically. Yeah, like you're, you're, like, you're like, oh, I just shot like 50 henchmen but do you ever like you think i mean like what if the villains are like oh my god i can't believe dave died like are you kidding he got <laughs> shot in the head from 50 yards away who is this killing all my henchmen how does he have a gun that fans out in six different directions <laughs> Yeah, so, and then I like how there's this I had 50 henchmen die, and you can't kill one (laughs) fucking man? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? There's a look on this guy's face that he's like, I could take this guy easy. And I was like, do these guys know? Is this. I know. Are these like Amish children? He was like, like I'm they really don't know tough. anything. Like, and then and then Rocky's like, no, it's going to be toe to toe, so you have to do it this way. And I would have liked it a little bit better if the people in like whatever whatever area. Okay, number one, I would have liked it better if that place seemed to have more of a purpose. Like maybe it was a truck stop, or maybe it was. I don't know, some sort of hippie commune, something. A Just cult. Make it make sense. And number two, I would have liked it better if the rest of them were like, hey, champ, and they're like high-fiving him, like, happy to help you. I'm so glad that we get to help you in this journey back from your terrible, you know, terrible tragedy. Also, you're trying to keep your title. We're going to help you. But instead, they were just like, like, have like one robots. person be like, oh, man, I'm a big fan. You know, like, it's really cool that you're here. Yeah. Or like, hey, I've been watching your career and I, I find you like really inspirational because I'm also trying to be a boxer. And it's and like, hey, that's me, They could like kiss his stomach. Like, are you pregnant? 
<laughs> you know, just... I, I want to say that they are just Each not phased by. Um, they're just not phased by the champion walking in. They probably yeah, think the champion is soft. You know. Yeah, that and, could be. But like, they yeah. keep never did establish time. that. Also, yeah. they just been show them like glaring prison. at yeah. everything. I mean, yeah. they may have been to prison. We don't sure, know. Like, like that, you did suggest that, and I'm like, that sounds well, legit. That, yeah, and so I, I think what Mike said, like if they were prisoners. Who were not phased? I think they could have done better in that. They could have said well. something. Yeah, it, yeah. It looked like it's a halfway house. I'm, gl- in the I'm glad of the you desert. said that because that, that's why I said they look like career criminals because this whole facility. Oh, you said that. Sorry. This yeah. whole facility looks like a, what me, how media portrays like prison uh, courtyard. Yeah, where yeah, it's just it does, shirtless yeah. guys who all look pissed off pumping <laughs> and iron. And super yep. fucking scary. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's what this looked like. Yeah. yeah. Like, like this is like San Quentin <laughs> Desert Edition or something. He could have been like, oh man, that's a halfway house. Don't worry about the guys though. You just maybe don't piss any of them off. Just <laughs> saying. Like, he's like, what if he was like, hey, so this is um, going to be your, your companion, your boxer companion. He went to murder. For, for, <laughs> went to murder. To, he went to murder. He went to prison. Murder <laughs> Academy. <laughs> I got my degree at Murder Academy. <laughs> Love it. Um, he went to prison for, for 30 years for murder. Um, I like know, the never idea of somebody, a 30-year prisoner against the heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. I know. He's like, he's been working out a lot in the yard, you know. Like, <laughs> the yard. The yard. They should have had a sign that said, like, the yard. No, this I mean, like, yard. well, yeah. No, I mean, like, that's because <laughs> yeah, right. it's prison lingo. Right. Either way, yeah, they're definitely, the whole, like, oh, I know a place. Okay, and can you tell me more about it? Like in Creed, is there a pool? <laughs> Adonis began training in law at an LA school, mm-hmm. like a boxing school. Yeah, and then when Rocky takes him, takes Adonis under his tutelage, he uh, moves him to Philadelphia and takes him to like this this Philly. Uh, boxing club mm-hmm. and it makes sense and he knows the people there and we right. and they become they're supporting cast members in the movie mm-hmm. and this was just nothing in the desert it was just a bunch of nothing yeah yep like nothing, yeah it would have no been characters. better like if he had to take him somewhere it would have been better if he's like we're going back to philly back to your roots well it's not really his roots i guess but like just something back to my something roots. that made more sense right it would make more sense but not then i'd probably be saying they just redid creed and That's went true. to philly yeah. and so uh, maybe this movie can't win but I wonder yeah. if Creed three will win. I'm very curious. Yeah. I am too. I'm I'm looking forward to it still. So, but yeah. I do have things to say about like the final. Yeah, let's match. Let's just talk if, about Mike, it. Mike, has anybody? You don't have notes, I don't know, but notes. do you have anything I was to say having... about that before or before the final match? This uh, before the fight. Uh, well, right before the fight, Bianca performs one of her songs as like Adonis's entrance I music. Loved that. I thought that was very cool. <laughs> you didn't like it. No. You didn't like it. Oh man, I was loving it. I was like, cool. She goes out with her man. She's singing her song. Like they're Who's vibing. The I baby, was like, though? that's what I want to know. <laughs> this newborn baby. Marianne is there too. Like, okay, you were saying the same thing that I was saying as I was watching the movie. I was like, I was like, oh, uh, where's Bianca? She must be home watching the baby. And then I was like, oh no, she's there. Okay, well then Marianne must be watching the baby. And then I was like, okay, now. So they just have like some round, random like Russian person that they hired to watch their child and like they, and they're all just in okay Russia, with babies this. watch themselves in Soviet Russia. <laughs> baby watch self. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just didn't think it was like music that would pump anybody up. Like her music. Oh, I, I thought it was very. I was vibing with it. I was loving it. So 
Huh. Well, I guess all that matters is if Adonis likes it. And it's cool that she's involved, but it, it like the glimpses we see of her music, it's just not a style that I equate with fighter walk-up theme, yeah. you know what it I mean? Was, yeah. It was like movie theme, movie-fied music because she's like, we're champions together. Wherever we go, we're together. And I was like, yeah, but he's the one that's boxing this match. So <laughs> yeah. I guess I wasn't listening to the lyrics. I was just like listening to the melody and I was I was liking it. So It was a little corny because the lyrics, I did. that was the first time I paid any attention to them and it was pertinent to their situation mm-hmm. oh yeah so maybe if i paid attention to lyrics i would have been like oh. i don't know i think Whatever. i like to mike's point i didn't like it as much because i thought the lyrics were too much of like movie lyrics mm-hmm. and not like a my husband the heavyweight champ is gonna kick your ass lyrics to your point i did think it was cool that they were able to combine their two passions yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what but i really I liked think about it that it was too inspirational and it needed to be more like an ass-kicking vibe with like a more hardcore like maybe harder beat music as opposed to like an r&b sort of ballad which yeah. i agree is not something that you would use to Number one, they said that he was going into the fight with like 25 to 1 odds. He was the underdog because they made him go to Cleveland for this fight. And the whole crowd was ch- chanting <laughs> Drago. And he comes, out, he comes out with this like inspirational, like, we're together music. Like, things that doesn't jive with like everything yeah, that's I, I stacked see what, against I see what him you mean. almost. Yeah. So I wish, I agree. I think that if you're not paying attention, well, if you're not paying attention to the lyrics, maybe it's you can it can pass a little bit, but it didn't it didn't fly for me either. Yeah, I was not I wasn't listening to lyrics. I mean, I like most of the time in something like that, um, I really probably won't even hear them. Just it will just pass my brain over. It's just how my brain works. I think I, I know that sounds weird, but it's it's like it's too much stimulation at once. So I'm not focusing on the lyrics. I'm focusing on him. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's that's just kind of how my brain. I'm kind of similar with music, but I was I had closed captioning on, and so uh, yeah. the lyrics. I did too, right but there. apparently I still missed it. So I don't know. I I watched the whole damn thing. Lauren had to follow it. <laughs> What? It's a, a butterfly flew by and you had to follow it. <laughs> the song was going. I mean, I feel like, as far as my personality, that's not inaccurate. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> also, I mean, uh, uh, anyway. b- before the final fight, Rocky said, um, Well, now you know what you're fighting for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure what that is. It's- what is he fighting for? It, except to, like, not die this time yeah like he could afford to die before when it was just bianca <laughs> but now that they have this little baby he can't die yeah no it's he it's afford to like die if, if anything shouldn't rock you've said now you know why you're not taking this fight because he almost killed you once yeah right and you've got a kid and you should be good about your life and you there should be no shame in going to the press and saying i've got a family now and what happened in the last fight was frightening for both of us and i don't want my daughter to see something like that so yeah i'm stepping down i just don't understand yeah i don't understand like and i think that's a trope like that's like a trope where someone's like i have to do this thing because it proves that i'm a man and i'm like but you have people who love you and rely on you and you'd rather just you would rather take the risk of dying over 
being with your family who you love it's, and watching your child grow up. It's like a, an invented an invented feeling of vengeance. Like they all told him throughout the movie, like it's not your job to avenge your father's death. Right. And to truly avenge your father's death, you have to kill Ivan. You don't have to box his son. <laughs> and like it's this, it's the equivalent of like young men thinking that they have to join the army in movies. Like, yeah, I have to go to war. I have to join the army, and it's like Henry Miller. Like, and, uh, you're allowed to have other passions. <laughs> you're allowed to yeah. You're allowed to just not do these things. And so, dear darling, our sons went to war today. <laughs> So I think that also is is another reason why I think that the Ivan Drago story isn't the best idea because of the pitfalls, the obvious like, yeah, like you you don't have to do this. You just don't have to. You're still the champ. So you don't have to take the fight right, right. with him. Yeah, and, and Mike, like what you said, the idea of doing a movie that is based on Victor Drogo would have been very interesting, you know? But no, I, I mean, it's... It's like I think that there is something to be said about like maybe we should focus on what is most important rather than like having a kissing the stomach scene and like a baby and just it's it's because it doesn't propel the storyline along anymore for him to have a child really I mean if, not if really anything, it makes the story more preposterous yeah mm-hmm. exactly like, yeah, you like, have a true responsibility now right. Mm-hmm. Not just people who care about you, but a you have a child to care for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have traded the the baby stuff and the marriage stuff for uh, equal parts development with the Dragos, that would have gone a long way for mm-hmm. me. I think so too. And Big I think time. if they would have made the last match, um, if they would have built up the Drago story more. That would have made the last match more of, like, maybe almost uncomfortable for the viewer because, like, you want to root for Creed because Creed's the hero, but now you've just learned that Victor isn't, you know, like, Victor is a puppet for his father's arrested development, basically. He stopped... Hey, that's the name of the show. (laughs) So he just stopped, like, growing after 1985 and taking it all on his son, so I think that would make it seem more... uh, Impactful. More interesting because you would be like, I don't know, you know, like, how is this going to yeah. end? Who do I want to win? You well, know, and it's. I was kind of thinking that as I was watching it because I was like, well, I'm, of course, I'm rooting for Creed because I've been watching him for so long. But I'm also like, but. I don't have any ill will towards the Dragos at all because they are, they have suffered, I mean, immensely. So the, to me, like, they're not bad people. They're doing what they think is right by them, and that is powerful and terrifying. And all. but you know, if we don't get that, if we don't have that emotional impact, then at the end we're kind of like, well, we, I don't really care what happened to Victor, but I kind of wanted to. Well, that, you know, that's, that's a problem because Victor has been used his whole life, right? And I don't want to root against that. And he didn't personally do anything wrong. Victor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he is he right. Beat, he beat Adonis's ass because that's was his job in the ring. He did a dirty move. He did one dirty move in the yeah, fight that's against that holding Adonis. him and then punching him. Yeah, that was shitty. Um, and he hit him when he was down on one knee once. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how he got disqualified. He was that's, yeah, he was a bit. That's the fighter, length yeah. the movie took, though. Just two things he did during a boxing match. Uh, I don't know if that's enough to 
really vilify him because all of that's the product of his well, his like wicked upbringing. Yeah, and every time he does something shitty, I don't know if you remember this, but the I think in the first match, I think it was the first match right before he really wailed into Adonis. His I dad was like. Him. This is why she left us. He's why she left yeah, us. She yeah. being the mother. So it's also playing on that emotion, you know. So, so he's being manipulated mid match. Yeah, I mean, Ivan I think has done nothing but manipulate his son his entire life. I don't. I don't see any sort of real warmth between these two characters, between you know father and son. I think it's um, there's probably a lot more of a fatherly son relationship between Creed. And Rocky, you know, so... Well, I think that that's interesting because they say in the match that... So, basically, also mirroring Rocky, Creed is, like, going the distance, and they say, the commentators say in the match that Victor isn't used to boxing for this long. He's never fought like, man four rounds. Yeah, because oh. he's, he usually, like, strong arms, because he's just a big guy, and he's strong, and he he's takes generous. people down fast, but his stamina isn't good, and I think... That could be like an allegory for. So, Rocky worked with Creed. He built up his stamina. He built up his strength. He did all this. Ivan was just looking for like quick results, you know, like get strong, you know, take down your opponent. So, it, there's also like a fatherly. Um, what's the word that I'm looking at? Looking for? Like when a father doesn't take care of his kid. Neglect? Neglect. There's like a neglect in that. Like his dad didn't actually prepare him for a boxing match necessarily. His dad just prepared him to be a bulldozer. So there well, is he that didn't aspect. Even, he didn't prepare as well. him for life in general. Like his whole focus has been about this boxing match and that's like it. Like I mean, I, again as I said, I'm sure that Victor is in, like very emotionally constipated. I doubt he has much of any social life. I would be very surprised if he ever even had a girlfriend because I bet his whole I life was has been so thinking about like that. him with his like his big arms and just his paw hands, like putting his arm around a girl. <laughs> like he just seems so. And that's She's where like, I would have liked Hi. to see like just a human aspect of the two of them. So. Yeah, I I think that um, I think that Victor and Ivan both have the have the capacity to be very compelling but if you don't put them in enough you don't write them enough well then we can't be compelled by them and you you mentioned a minute ago the that there wasn't there's no evidence of there being any warmth between the two of them mm -hmm. the first scene of them together is victor asleep on a couch mm -hmm. and ivan wakes him up by punching him in the shoulder <laughs> like, yeah in, yeah not yeah. in a playful way no just like <laughs> Wake the fuck up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I temporarily like lost he, my uh, opinion. He also the fact that Victor has to sleep on a couch and not a bed. Yep. So have yeah. he been sleeping on a couch for thirty five years of his life? I know. I know. Like so Ugh. and he's like a huge guy, so his feet are probably sticking out over the edge. You know? He should get a mattress on and get a floor. <laughs> yeah. That should Put be. Put the mattress on the floor, there you go. Let get. the mattress hit the floor. <laughs> So my dad does that. He's six foot four, so he like has a big king size bed, but he likes to sleep on the floor. I don't know. I don't get it. He has nine million pillows, and you know what? The apple has not fallen far from the tree because <laughs> I love my fucking pillows. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Anything else? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I really. Um, I really like after the fight, Adonis wins. Uh, Rocky finally there's a lot about family in the movie like Adonis is starting his family Rocky's estranged from his son 
and the Dragos seemingly are finally uniting as a father and son at the end of the movie. After maybe, <laughs> well, dra- Ivan's out of the truck. He's not like running over his oh, son yeah, anymore. Oh yeah, that's right. I guess it's like mm-hmm. symbolic of. And he- I, I just don't. I just don't think they will ever have a healthy, normal relationship. Not with the way he was raised. There's no way. Like you, you're, you were born into toxicity, and that's what the rest of your life is going to be like. I'm not. Jeez. I'm not trying to be like dark. I will. I know I, it is dark, but it's also like statistically accurate. Well, all we <laughs> you know, know so. they're, they seem better off than they were the rest of the yeah. movie, in spite of how abruptly that came on at the end. But anyway, um, yeah. So there's kind of three separate family stories at three very different phases in their lives, and with a lot different things going on. But Rocky goes to Robert's house in Vancouver, I, th- I believe, and. It's a, I thought just a really well acted scene with uh, Robert and Rocky and Rocky went there. They did a good job building up like how frightened Rocky was to try to reconnect with his son. He talked about how he struggles even trying to call him, and he says it's it's not as e- as easy as that. And when he shows up, um, he meets the kid first. And for one, I thought. They did cast the kid perfectly because he does look like Adrian, mm-hmm. and Rocky, yeah. Rocky comments on it, and um, it's nice because Robert is like, "Yeah, I know." Like the his son notices that too <laughs> about Rocky's grandson, mm-hmm. and it's also neat because it's like that's just but one tiny sample of the sort of stuff Rocky's missing out on by not reconnecting with his son, like the sort of like the immortality of his wife, like you're her genes are here in front of you yeah and right. you probably would do well to, to connect with them and then most of all um robert invites rocky in and that's kind of what rocky was waiting for and rocky like sort of gets choked up and he looks down and his hat is is covering his eyes and he wipes his eyes and he steps in and he's elated um but it, the acting was pretty understated uh i thought it was awesome and uh, a good ending for Rocky in this movie. So why I did they become estranged? Because I don't, I have no idea. I think just life, like in Rocky Balboa, they ended on good terms. They were he was in it, but I think he obviously lived across the country from him, right? So I think just like Rocky didn't travel. Yeah, Rocky and his son. Rocky doesn't travel in in early. Oh yeah, because he doesn't like planes, right? So that's why he took the train to L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think, trains are cool. I like. <laughs> I think they established a bit of um, resentment in earlier movies with Robert. Kind of, I think he actually literally says, "It's not easy living in your shadow." Mm-hmm. That's understandable. In, uh, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and that's probably a part of the reason why he went moved to Vancouver, mm-hmm. and then that makes everything difficult. But Rocky pushed through it, and I don't know. Yeah, and. So I yeah I don't think it was anything like huge. It was okay, just so yeah it was just like time and time and distance yeah. and life happening. Sometimes yeah. resentment yeah. can build even if it's not intentional. You know. But That's, I liked how the son like obviously it's the end of the movie so you're not going to bring up more drama where the son's like get out go on now get <laughs> that, maybe a hell you know? ending. But uh, I never son, wanted to see you. The again. son's just like happy to see him and it's just the son. I, I like think that too. He um his son Robbie makes it easy for rocky to enter the the home because the son 
isn't like it's been a while you know he doesn't do any of those like platitudes about like never thought i'd see you here he just is like <laughs> i'm so glad this, he says to the kid he's like this is your grandfather mm-hmm. and it's just after that you're like rolling and i think that that's like mike said really well done and it's a really good scene to end the because i think rock i don't think rocky's in creed three I don't think so either. So I don't know what they'll say about it. I don't know if they'll have a reason or what, or if it's just like he's in Vancouver living he was grandpa life. He's filming King but, of Tulsa, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's filming a movie because he's a movie star. No, so I think. Well, that, no, I mean literally, he was probably filming yeah, King of Tulsa. I know. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, okay. so got it. I think that it's a good <laughs> bow on it. If maybe at, even at that point, Would you he call can it kind a of be in another boa on it. <laughs> A Balboa? A Balboa. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, I agree. It's good. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so, too. Um, but I have to say, oh. Well, I was I was just ready for, like, some contention between them. But he was just like, hey, it was come good. on in. It yeah. was nice, yeah. He was surprised, mm-hmm. but he reined that in quickly and mm-hmm. uh, was pretty warm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And also, the kid's name is Logan. I think it's a great name. So, yeah. It I seemed do, appropriate for I, that. Do you want to say, mm-hmm. um, I was waiting until this moment to say it, uh, with stomach kissing, I find Cemetery Heart to Hearts to be deplorable. <laughs> oh my god, I love I that, the first one. Do I thought not it was like so them. cute. I do not, I don't know how you guys, well, I know how you feel. I don't know how Mike <laughs> feels, but when he says to the headstone, this is your granddaughter, I'm like, I feel nothing. I feel nothing in fact what i feel is i just wish that they were just maybe all three of them standing there oh no i'm words. sorry i thought you meant okay i thought you meant when was rocky was talking to adrian oh you know what you know what you're proving me wrong here because yeah, i actually yeah because i thought those were really endearing no, i thought that was super cute I, I didn't even think of those i was so disgusted by the final one that i never occurred to me that rockies don't actually bother me yeah i, I do agree with you because the, the creed one is like i ugh, think it was cringy. the pre- presenting of the baby that i think is what drew yeah. the line for me maybe right but no geez oh man because yeah, i and think this it's is like we're gonna talk for another 45 minutes <laughs> well, no, i, I think realize. it's usually like because when they're usually done it's like i'm just really blah 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 and crying and crying and it's you know it's usually really emotional but with rocky it's just like this is what he does every sunday yeah this is his ritual his wife he reads the paper he talks to his wife and it's beautiful and adorable and really endearing you know and and i'm super bummed that he's not going to be in the third one (laughs) that's interesting and i've i'm just like thinking about it right now how i actually yeah i find that it was just the one at the end that bothered it's me. It's because it's not so. cliche. That's why. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Rocky's uh, thing, Lauren, that's a good point about how it, it's like Rocky's routine. Yeah. And nothing he ever, Rocky's visits to Adrian's graveyard isn't uh, isn't cliched and performative. It's conversational. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. the Adonis bringing Bianca and their kid to the grave was performative yes. it was a movie scene yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah it's yeah. like, like there's someone i, I want see, you to meet yeah. right i can see i could see a scene like rocky visiting adrian's grave happening in real life 
now the scene like Creed were like, oh, let me show you your granddaughter <laughs> to this grave. Like, you know, hey, what? rotting corpse meet, of my father. Meet a gravestone. Like, I, meet this new life. It would have been, been better if it was the same cemetery where, where Adrian was buried and Rocky <laughs> walked over there and Creed's like, oh, yeah, we got another body in this cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it a Sunday ritual, guys. <laughs> Yeah, um, I agree with you. That was that was cheesy. I could have done without that. That was like yeah, performance. Especially like since he didn't really have a, he didn't have a relationship. He never with his met dad. His dad yeah. died before he was born. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like why you know. I thought like maybe it was supposed to be some acceptance thing. Like Creed has Adonis has come to accept his life situation, uh, who his dad was, and um, I don't know, and people. Maybe people do certain things with gravestones and their children that helps them cope with something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't have to make sense to me. But they did choose to put in a movie that I yes. was made to watch. <laughs> and now we're talking about it. So, Sorry. But there was a difference. <laughs> it was big, my idea. <laughs> I think the big thing is the comparison between Rocky and, mm-hmm. and uh, Adonis. I'm so, so glad you mentioned uh, Lauren, the Rocky one, because otherwise it yeah, would just be me being like, I, was I like, don't like him, but yeah. I was like, I was like, but it was so cute. Yeah, didn't, didn't we all like that? He keeps I know, his chair. I was like, he we keeps talked his chair about it before. Like tree. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's movie, adorable. Yeah. yeah. And he, you know, yeah, it's it's the, it's the super cute in the first one. I thought mm-hmm. it was very cute in the second maybe one. Maybe just if, if I could rewrite the ending, maybe I wouldn't have had as big of a problem with it if it was Bianca Creed, the baby, just standing at the gravestone and Creed's like, I hope I made you proud, Dad, or something. Yeah. And then they leave instead of like the introduction. Make your granddaughter. A ceremony. Yeah. 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 Like, she had to wait by the car. Like, she couldn't come. Like, I got... I, I can't I can't repeat to you the loving things I said when I proposed, but I'm gonna have a private conversation <laughs> with my with my father's gravestone. Who I've so never met. Please don't please don't interrupt that. <laughs> I know. Be like, listen, I know you're a big part of my life, bigger than my dad ever was, really. But uh you can't be here for this, sorry. <laughs> Like, I know you've been through all my emotional ups and downs. I you almost fucking just died. Had her take the hearing aid. You can't out. be here with this. <laughs> you can't be here when I introduce our daughter to uh, my father's corpse. So yeah, she's not gonna work out. Sorry. Like what the fuck, man. All right. So Lauren, is everybody done? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Would you recommend it? Um. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I would recommend. I would recommend the first one for sure. But you know, I wouldn't say I have any real strong feelings towards this movie. I enjoyed it for what it was at the time. It was what I needed. It made me shut off my brain, which was fucking fucking amazing because I had not been shutting off my brain in a long time. Um, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't particularly compelling or anything. So that's what I'd say. How about you, Mike? Uh, I don't know. It depends on your situation. It's not, in general, it's not a must-see movie, I don't think. But if you're in for the Creed run, then you probably need to watch it. Um, If you're like me and you grew up around the earlier Rocky movies, it's pretty cool to see Drago and Rocky together again. Um, I think we're lucky, if they're going to make this movie, that... Dolph Lundgren is still around and looks awesome and it was just real neat to see these two guys together in the same room and in the same ring again uh, kind of nostalgic so that's neat um, so if those things apply to you then go for it otherwise whatever 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think the difference is that you have a connection with the older movies, mm-hmm. and I do not. Yep. So I've seen the first one, but the first time I saw it was around, like, actually probably around when Creed Two came out. So, um, you know, I don't, I, yeah, there's no real, like, emotional connection for me there. So, yeah. What oh, about you? One other thing about Bianca's music. I should have said this then. This is... <laughs> like derailing us but it's kind of weird we do this all the time it's okay they they didn't do parallel to rocky four um because they let bianca and adonis do this elaborate entrance with her own custom music and light show and everything in rocky four he just had to walk to the ring in silence while the crowd is booing him oh wow oh i didn't remember that when drago makes his entrance in rocky four ivan drago he comes in, and then they play the Soviet National Anthem. And that's when I fell oh. in love with the, the Soviet National Anthem. It's and so cool, that is mel- it? That melody is committed to memory mm-hmm. since ni- since I first saw Rocky IV. And it's it's amazing. And it's this like swelling, patriotic um, theme. And the way they shot it is really cool. And they unveil a big banner of Ivan Drago. It's it's a spectacle. So, I don't know. Rocky IV is neat. To say. I, you might want to watch it. It, I do want to watch it. You're making me really curious about it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see this for sure. And to see like these two action stars in their prime after you just saw them now in their retirement age. So mm-hmm. um, that was different <laughs> from Rocky Four to uh, Creed Two, where they let Bianca perform her song like like she's a pop star there or something. Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Expendables? Because it's like every action star. Oh, ever. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I own all of them. If you. <laughs> So, I told you I like Sylvester Stallone. What can I say? There's anyway, also a lot of other people in those movies. Anyway, what I do meant you, to say that earlier. So yeah, what did you think? Oh no, yes. I, do you uh, recommend it? Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of agree with Mike in a way. I do recommend it if you're on the Creed journey. Um, I think that it's still a fun series. If like. It's built on the shoulders of the Rocky movies, so if you're a fan of all those movies, why not just watch them all? Or not? I mean, like not right now. So I think Creed <laughs> Two does fit in with those because I would say, like Rocky Five, I think is a terrible movie. But if you're gonna watch the Rocky movies, you, you shouldn't skip Rocky Five. So I think if you're like Mike said, if you're gonna watch the Creed movies, watch Creed Two. It's way better than Rocky Five. And uh, next week after we watch Creed Three, maybe we can more fully say if it's worth bridging and watching the third one as well but yeah I think, that's what i was wondering too i think it's worth it because if you like the characters it's more time in their world it's not a great amazing movie but it's it it's nef- definitely not terrible and it's just kind of fun to be immersed in the creed world a little bit longer so i agree with you guys but i also still stand by what i say so i'm kind of like in the middle you know what i mean i'm like yeah i wouldn't really fully like recommend it but um i can absolutely see where you guys are coming from like see it once i once you know like would i have watched it again well i'm not gonna include this but yeah here's what i would say definitely watch creed and yes yeah for sure depending on how you feel about that um proceed with caution yeah yeah there you go that's good yeah i mean because i really liked creed so if I hadn't, I would have never suggested, you know, the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it was, like, 
really terrible, like the kissing booth. You know? like, oh my gosh! I'm Imagine was like on that. a level I mean, that was beyond apples and oranges, apples and steak. I that mean, was a really fun series to. to it was fun. It was. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of a trilogy, um, but it's thank like you for being on, Mike. Thank you for being on. Yes, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for having me back. I'll tell you what. I'll see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. 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 Week one. A double feature. <laughs> what up? That's right. <laughs> or you could consider a triple feature. Just a year in between. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we just saw him for training day. We work at our own pace. Yeah, yeah we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go do back not. and listen to our first episode. Listen, I blame COVID. And I think that's a perfectly good explanation. <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah, so go ahead, listen to Creed, and then you can listen to Creed 3 on not this upcoming Monday, but the next one. Right? First, you listen to Creed 2. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Might That's, as well go in order. <laughs> if you're going to, if you feel brave. <laughs> no. But it's always fun to have you on, Mike. Yes. And composer of the theme song yes. as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's fun. So you guys can follow us on Instagram at Watchers and Movies or Facebook at Watchers and Movies. If you have a recommendation, you can do a couple of things. You can either DM us on social media. You can also email us at watchersandmovies at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website. That's watchersandmovies.weebly.com. And thank you so much to Mike for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42 His name is Mike Myers. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. And that's it. Bye-bye. Bye.